0: Alright, welcome back to Cast. This is your host, Super Champ Chuck. We back at it with another episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share on our social media platforms. We getting close to the training camp, y'all. It's it's going by quick. And I told people a while back, I said, it's going to get here pretty quick before you know it. So, we getting close to that time. Before we get into all of that, I'd like to introduce the panel here. My guy D-Max on the top right. As he introduced the Patrick Mahomes throwing competition on Twitter. So go vote for that right now if you got Twitter. Go vote for that right now. He's already got the the polls up, he's got the bracket up and everything. So go vote on that right now. Um my guy country's on the bottom right and my guy Boogie's on the bottom left. Man, fellas, like I mentioned, we're getting close to training camp, man. How excited are y'all?
1: Very excited. I can't wait, man. everybody feels like they're starving for football, dog, and uh, I'm going to get a chance to be out there in training camp this year, first time in a very, very long time, so I'm looking forward to it. Ooh, bet. Bet,
2: bet. You know know how it is, man. It's it's time you start smelling that football, man. That grass start hitting different. Them allergies don't hit as bad as they used to. It ain't 100 degrees anymore even though it's still going to heat up, but you know it's time, man. It's time, bro. We need to stop we got into an argument over wide receiver seven and running back four the other day. I know it's, <laughs> I know it's time for training camp now. When you start talking them conversations, which is a good thing, but when you start having them conversations, you ready for some football? <laughs> for
1: real, man. of that, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's it's gonna be
2: good
3: to get some football finally, man. We and it, it's just gonna make us go back to reminiscing on good times cause week we Super Bowl champs so I'm ready to
0: see all that rewind it back one more time man
3: mm-hmm.
0: and we actually get to wear our Super Bowl gear to training camp this time we didn't get to do that last time so yeah. thank God there's no pandemic knock on wood I'm knocking
2: on wood right now so
1: get to celebrate it right hey, can brain...
2: I ask a question can I ask a question sure um, and it's totally off subject, but what's the difference? I know we won Super Bowls. I know we the team to beat now, mm-hmm. but fans are just extra on pushing Chiefs Kingdom on everybody. What happened? Do we feel like we still disrespected as fans? Do you feel like you still disrespected as a team? Like, because there's so much anger and so much pettiness. If you say anything sideways about the Chiefs, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long couple of days until somebody says something else. So what is, as fans, and we're all different type of fans, you know what I'm saying? so what do y'all feel like it is that's different now than back when, well, we couldn't talk in 2012. Like, it wasn't worth talking about. In 2014, 2017, you know what I'm saying. But what's the difference now? Why do y'all feel like it's just so it's so quick to chop your head off?
0: Well, I think I think I think it just comes with the price of winning. Now, I mean, we're in a news cycle pretty much every day now uh, when it comes to NFL talk, and we got the target on our backs, you know. So I mean, people people gonna try to people are coming to knock our heads off, you know. So I mean that's one thing that's different about it.
2: Yeah, but were the Patriots like this? The Patriots talk. The Patriots talk crazy. They didn't really talk crazy. They was just like, "Hey, kiss the rings." Like, what are y'all talking about? Like, why are y'all even talking to us? Are we like worse than them? Are we? Are we starting to become the New England Patriots?
3: We do got a lot of new fans though, man. We do got some Mahomes fans now we definitely wasn't chief
1: fans it is cool
2: to be a chief fan now that's fact that's for sure fact.
1: and and you know Pagers fans. look for majority of my life pages fans were uh not the the most fun people or pleasant people as well because they, they could always throw the rings in your face so now it's our turn it is what it is uh but uh this this off season i think a lot of people most people have kind of been giving us our, our respect and Ah, uh, trying to ease off, and th- those that you know decide not to, <laughs> they they got the smoke for it. So it is what it is. I, I'm having fun with it personally.
2: Here's another point, though. We won the Super Bowl last time we had COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So we didn't get to talk. You know, you really couldn't talk. Then we lost, so you know, we really can't talk. This is the first off season we've been able to talk.
1: That's that's for real very- true.
2: If you think and about I,
1: it, I think also like a kind of underrated part of it is it's different when you win one and and what's up air chief um it's different when you win one one gets you into the club it's cool you did it nice when you win two and four years then it's like you
2: bottles in the vip section (laughs) yeah
1: you actually run the entire league now and that's a different level of understanding uh, and people have to deal with it so it's it, the first one was like, oh yeah, Chief, cool. You guys got your first ring, fifty years, nice, nice. Yeah, y'all can stay over there. No, now you got two, and y'all know what the deal is now.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <And, and laughs> when people start throwing around that D word, it,
2: it's different, mm-hmm. man. It is it's different. I just, yeah. I just was curious because it's a little, it's a little crazier than it normally is. Like we, it just went up another notch, and like. If you say anything foul towards the Chiefs, like if you ain't got us in the top five of everything, even stuff we ain't good at. If you ain't got us in the top five, it's like, bro, what are you doing? What are you trying to say? You know what I'm saying? So stop playing with us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Basically. Pretty much. What's up with you, dog? Uh, I'm sorry, Chuck, I threw us off a little bit, but I just really, it really was on my mind, like, we We talking crazy, bro.
0: (laughs) Nah, that's great dialogue. Um, Before I get to the main subject of of this show today, I want to touch on real quick that I saw some fan rankings that was done today, and (laughs) we are third now. We are third behind Green Bay and Pittsburgh, and I was like, you know what, that's about right. I mean, some people may say Dallas Cowboys may guide us a little bit because I do see Dallas Cowboys still traveling to all kinds of games, whether it's their games or you'll see Randall Cowboys fans at a – let's say it's still a Ravens game. You'll see a Randall Cowboy fan or you'll see a Randall Packer fan. So, um, it's just like I said, like I mentioned, it comes with the price of winning. You know, you get those bandwagon fans all of a sudden, um, along with the original folks who went through the struggle, went through the heartbreak and the dark days. So,
2: um, I want to see. I want to see how Packers fans look without a quarterback, though. Because we we haven't seen them without Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers. That's that's 30 years worth of band ragging right there. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. Let's I want to see how they support Jordan Love. Now, I, uh Pittsburgh Steelers fans travel, mm-hmm. they talk they they came in the arrowhead plenty of times and represented like. Really represented, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't have no problem with Pittsburgh's fans. Everybody seems to be a Dallas Cowboy fan, but are you really, you know, like for real? Are you really a Dallas Cowboy fan? But, uh, the
1: Dallas Cowboy fans are like Laker fans, for in my opinion, they yeah. are very outlook you know they outspoken Atlanta, but look if their team ain't good they they um they're not diehard passionate people like i feel like steeler fans are in some of these historical franchises um and that's what i've always felt about our fan base no matter whether we're winning or bad our team our fans are always gonna show up they're always gonna rep our team no matter what and and that's a part of being a, a historical franchise but it's not necessarily the glitz and glamour of of Dallas or or LA or whatever But it's a a little bit different, and that's why I always laugh when everybody's like, oh, no, you guys didn't have fans before a month. Like, come on, dog! We were making John Elway cry in the 90s. We we won the fourth Super Bowl in in NFL history. We've been here for a long time. Y'all just started. Thanks. All right,
0: so let's go and get to the main subject of. (laughs) We have to. yeah, dog, it's it's really ridiculous, man. <laughs> I don't know why they still, get, still keep bringing this up, man. We're in July now. Y'all still talking about that? Okay, so some of these Eagles players have brought back up side gate, <laughs> as many people will say. So many of the Eagles players have said, man, we will beat them on a better field, run it back, or whatever. We done seen some ridiculous stuff up to the point where Eagles fans put out a petition this morning to uh, have both these teams run it back. Whether it's on that same field with better grass or a different venue, it, it's just crazy. And believe it or not, that petition almost got the required number of participants for what I saw. So,
2: man, I used to. You, uh, <laughs> you do shut up, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's really ridiculous. Like, people still be forgetting, like, we were playing on that same field. We still were – We was having issues ourselves, but we didn't make no excuses over. It. You know, we. Bruh, didn't they it.
2: had us. They had us by double digits going into halftime. What are you talking about?
0: Right. I think the sort of score was like 24-14 Eagles. Okay, but 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 anyway, but anyway, uh, let's go ahead and start off with, you know, Brandon Graham. He made a comment about, you know, the field and stuff, making the the excuses or whatnot. He said, "You need traction to be able to get off." The block, and we were slipping a lot. I'm telling you, they that old line they got blessed. I'll say that. <laughs> and I looked at this, I'm like, dog, I we watched this game numerous times, all 22 broadcast, all that stuff. Dog, y'all was just getting body, man. <laughs> y'all was just getting body, man. Every snap, bro. Like, ain't, ain't no slippage or nothing, dude. Like, I don't get it. And, um. <laughs> And then also, uh, Char- Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, he he chimed in on it, too, um, saying that, he talking about how in pregame, you know, they had to go through three different sets of cleats to get the traction going, whatever. And it's like, yeah, you guys had time to warm up. You guys had time to figure it out. You know what I mean? Pregame warm-ups, hours beforehand. And you come up with these excuses now, like, it's, it's just wild to me. But I'm glad like guys like MBS and Orlando Brown, Jr. he was who used to be a chief, and uh, Colin Saunders. I'm glad they all responded to the nonsense or whatever. Uh, and NBS was saying, "Who cares? We we won the game, you
2: know." But at the end of the day, the game we we can't go back and replay the game. No, we're not doing that. We won. We were on the same field. Pat Mahomes slid. Uh, Pacheco slid a couple times. Everybody was sliding. Everybody on both sides of both sides of the ball. Mm -hmm. What is y'all talking about? And to bring it up in June, bro, where you been? Like, what have you been mute for five months? Like, why are you bringing this up now, bro? Like, this so I respected the Eagles, bro. It was truly one versus two. This is this is the whole tournament was chalk. The people that were supposed to be in the Super Bowl made it to the Super Bowl, right? We all agree.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely.
2: So it was one versus two, bro. Like y'all had the a historical defense. We respected y'all. wasn't too much trash talking. We love Jason Kelsey. Y'all love Travis Kelsey. We was just both in the middle. We both had respect for each other. But when y'all do this, now it's like, man, why we why did we have all that respect for y'all if y'all gonna be crying and bitching five months later? You feel me? Like how dare y'all crying, bitch, about that? You know what I'm saying? Like what are y'all talking about? They sound like our AFC foes,
0: man. But this continued with Chauncey Gardner Johnson. He said, "If that's the case, we should have played on on Arizona original grass. Like I guess the grass you normally play on during the season. We was fine the week we traveled there and won." And I said. <laughs>
1: Is we played there, there
2: one two. What they
1: we saying? we played there and lost yeah. our kicker cuz the grass was still bad. So what do you right. want? <laughs> it's no, no. It too, man? Like the
2: the funny is, the
1: Sorry, the the funny part of this is to the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. And, and like Country said, I had nothing but upwards utmost respect for the the Eagles. They were an excellent team and that's they, they still are. They're still have an excellent roster. Um but they spent the entire two weeks biting off, you know, the the 49ers who were like, oh, well, our quarterback got hurt. We didn't have one. They were like, oh, the 49ers are sore losers for saying that they were, you know, throwing out there at CMC. And now all of a sudden they're coming out with all these grass, you know, type of excuses. I personally enjoy it because y'all know me. I, I, I love all of it. I love all the tears. I love all the crying. I enjoy it because at the end of the day, you're not taking away over there, that ring right there. Not taken away. Still here. So it <laughs> doesn't matter to me.
2: hmm Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's like <laughs> – Hey, and then... bro, it's it's, it's just because it was so much respect. It was such a, a gentleman's game back and forth. It was like, yo, y'all a good team. Nah, y'all a good team. Like, yeah, then towards the end it became, well, y'all ain't played nobody like us. And that was true. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. And we had not played did, a defense they, like y'all either.
1: Did. They didn't want to believe that we didn't <laughs> – that all of a sudden that they hadn't seen an offense like ours, that we couldn't handle great defenses. Like, no. Nah. the 85 bears, remember? Right. 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 Now, all, the it. historical sack numbers, like, dog, we do this to top defenses. Y'all better bring that offense. And they did, to their credit, but it wasn't enough. It's good, you know, but it's not enough.
0: <laughs> and another thing people forget is that we were second – we were second in the NFL. Like, it wasn't historical, but we were second in the NFL with sacks. Like,
3: people forget that.
0: But I love the hey, response.
3: What Colin say? Uh, so- Yeah,
0: I was about to get into that. Uh, here's, the, here's some of the responses from the Chiefs players, right? All right, here's what Colin said. Colin said, man, I swear he ain't lying. We would at least have four sacks at the Gradsman legit. No cap, second right head. Guess we'll never know. Guess a shout out to Kanye on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Orlando Brown Jr., he broke this down. Perfectly. He said, we talking about grass on the biggest stage. Y'all rush, y'all rush plan was to win with games, run rushing for with a mix of man and zone, thinking that shit was getting home. <clears throat> on top of that, y'all rush five with cover one and a splash of cover three. Let's not act like the field helped me stop a bull rush. I gotta get cleats in the ground to stop it. If anything, it helps y'all. <clears throat> so and that agree. comes from
2: Orlando Brown. Mm-hmm. Yep. The people that don't do the, the
0: offensive line to get scrutinized the most or got scrutinized the most. So,
2: that man is it's it, it feel, it's bad because, like, I keep going saying, bro, like, we respected Philly, man. You respect yeah. Brandon Graham, we respect, uh, well, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Yeah, whatever. Um,
1: <laughs> he's, he's I, a mercenary. I respect
2: there. Bradbury. I never liked <laughs> he CJ, he, he was. He, he talks, he talks a in lot.
1: He does he that. Does. He talks a lot. You yeah, know what, what I'm saying? Cool. But He's the Patrick. He bathroom.
2: bring it, though. He bring it. So, Brad Berry, A.J. Brown, like, y'all had people that we respected. You know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, during the whole week, it was respect, mutual admiration on each side. Bro, for y'all to come back five months later still bitching, bro, that's so weak, bro. That's lame. I expect that from lesser franchises, man, in the, in the Midwest. Or on the East Coast. But I,
0: that's not I, really.
1: I wonder, though, if it's... Where you got it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I do wonder if it's, you know, either they're just mad about it, obviously losing, and they, they should be, but, you know, it is what it is. Or they feel like they truly missed their chance to win a ring and, and they don't know if they think they're going to get back there. And, yeah, either one would be fair because it is very difficult to get back.
2: But but this is the thing. You can't show that type of doubt. So I, I don't expect Philly to meet us in the Super Bowl next year with this mentality that they have right now because they still stuck on this game. Mm-hmm. You got to let that. That, that should have been out. Y'all should have been flushed all that out. You know what I'm saying? When we lost to Tampa Bay, by the time training Camp came around, we was ready to get back at it. We weren't still bitching about Tampa Bay. Like we did what we had to do. I mean, you know, Pat did the Superman throw. He throwing at people helmets and all that. But after it's over, what can you do? Ain't nothing to do but get better and come back and get it again. And we came back and won it again. You can't keep bitching about what happened five months ago. So Philadelphia, right now, they're going to the season still mad at that game. They're not going to be what they were last year. They're not. They're gonna. They're gonna take a step down. This is. This is the beginning of a Super Bowl hangover right now. They they got it already. Sorry, Philly fans. Because we do respect y'all. Why would y'all do this to us? Why would y'all put put yourself in this position to face the brunt of our wrath? Come on, y'all know we petty, bro. Come on, stop it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and you know it hasn't gone well for quarterbacks who appear in their first Super Bowl and they lost. Like, it, it's really tough to get back. Like, the numbers are in your favor
2: when you lose your first Super Bowl appearance. As far far been like, two people. Two people. Elway and Brian Greasy, I think. Or Bob Greasy. Bob Greasy. His daddy. It wasn't even him. It was his daddy. So... Yeah. Yeah, that goes to another team out there, too, that have been talking, and they still bitching over games that happened five months ago, too. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, so the last 16 quarterbacks to lose their first Super Bowl have not gone back since. Um, six six uh, in history of the 34 who have lost the Super Bowl to, uh, that did make it back was, like you said, Elway Greasy, our man Len Dawson, uh, Dawson, Craig Morton, oh, Frank Tarkenton, and Jim Kelly, who, you know, Went back a few times, never won.
2: All the finals, never. Lafayette. Won. Yeah, right. So, so these not these not bum quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? Like this ain't Dave Craig. Shout out to Dave Craig, but these are great quarterbacks that that got there and then couldn't get back to the top of that mountain. You know what I'm saying? Or got back to the top of the mountain and still couldn't win it. Jim Kelly went four times in a row. Four. <laughs>
3: I, I still look. I ain't going that far with Philly. I still think Jalen Hurts and how weak that NFC is. They can get back, but they that's they the gotta talent. let it go though. Man. They they gotta take this L. Our defense had to make plays. Their defense just didn't make plays. I mean, Bolton was slipping. Everybody was slipping. We we still made plays when we needed to. They didn't. That that's all it come down to.
0: And maybe a Jalen Hurts that held to. And maybe Jalen Hurts a on to that ball then. Hey, it could have been a different story. You never know. But hey,
2: it's part Or of the if they count Nick Nick Bolton fumble recovery, that too. You know what I'm saying? Which, bruh, that was a bad. That co- was a fumble, fumble bro. That was a fumble. I, I do. We all agree that was a fumble.
1: By the letter of the law, I don't think it was a fumble. Because they, they have a very technical thing about you have to create a football move and stuff. I don't think it was a fumble, but if you're saying like if you're in like the 1980s, that's a fumble every time. I, that I agree with. But you know, by these we, rules, we're probably.
0: playing the what if game, though, man.
1: But to me, uh, it looked like
0: he turned up field though. After he took two steps, it looked like he was turning up field. when he got? I'm here. like Rondo.
2: Hey, where was his energy you when they was up no 24? You, you know, you <laughs> know, because in another reason, another reason. Y'all coach was on the sideline talking big shit the whole time. He was. He was talking big. Nick Serani. Yo, we it, all heard the, so the mic up. We all heard the mic up He was talking, he was talking crazy the whole game.
1: Appreciate you know it, what I'm saying? So I agree, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. But yeah, no, Nick. Nick agree. You know, Nick. He was doing the point on the sideline. He was, you know, he was feeling himself. Get uh, off the field. Get back
2: down there. What he? What he was? He was just saying stuff, and it was like, okay. You know, but when we got down by ten, you already knew. That was like, okay, we got him exactly where we want him. Right where we want. <laughs> Y'all right should have went. went up fourteen. Don't ever go up ten. Go up fourteen. Go up twenty one. Don't ever nope. go up ten.
1: Don't go up twenty four either. Texans learn that the hard way. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> man. Oh. Ooh, the, the funny yeah, thing yeah. about it though is like all like my family's <laughs> around. They're like, "Oh, why aren't you like more upset or we're I'm like, "We got another half of football to play. Ten points is nothing. I'm, I'm relaxing. We, are we're, we're fine. Don't worry about it." Like
0: we've been and, there before. We were there the uh, last time we won the Super Bowl. We was down mm-hmm.
1: ten. We've been here before, man.
2: Yeah.
1: So right. And for for Pat to come
2: out. Damn near perfect in the second half. Like it was no, as bad as that field was, and he did slip multiple times. People did slip multiple times. He was perfect in that second half.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's another thing. People talking about people be talking about Patrick Mahomes' numbers in the Super Bowl and all that, and including this game. I'm like, dog, the Eagles have more possessions on offense. Like we literally had a defensive touchdown. The defense literally had to go right back out there to try to stop the Eagles' offense, man. So of course his stats were not gonna look as impress- impressive as y'all wanted them to look, but Mahomes played good in that Super Bowl.
1: If if you look so at that's not everything. Is, exactly, but this is the thing though. About- of- it's not even just like the numbers. If you look at the advanced stats, he was excellent because advanced stats are able to apply for efficiency and understand these types of things. And also, if you simply watch the game, you saw he was excellent because he played that well. And that that's sometimes, you know, people like to use whatever stats they feel like to tell a narrative. And that's cool. But also when you watch the game, you know what you're watching when a quarterback's operating at high level. And that's exactly what Mahomes did. Mm-hmm. country bring that comment
0: Thanks. back up bring that comment back up with rondo number nine bring that back up
1: which one the last one all oh, um, right rondo right yeah
0: yes i didn't see one chiefs player complain when uh um, when patrick was running for his life in that super bowl with d3 office alignment so <laughs> get out of my face eagle fans that's all i'm gonna say get out of my face that Eagles players excuses. Hey, look, we're going to see our Arrowhead on Monday night anyway. So, you got to
3: take you got to take the L, man. Take it like men,
2: bro. Don't take it like suckers. Hey, Chuck, it don't matter, Chuck, even if they do win, we still got the ring. That, that, that don't <laughs> exactly. Do you, oh, you, know you know the you
3: know
0: the you know the only Eagles player that has spoke on this and hasn't made an excuse about it? Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey's brother.
2: He ain't made one. You know shoes. better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jason Jason the band, bro. Yeah, hey, man. Wasn't it A.J. Brown that said, when we kicked that field goal, I knew we lost the game?
1: He did. Yep. Yeah. So. He's been there
2: because before, they, though.
1: Because they know the boogeyman is on the other side. Like, he's he knows who's on the other oh side. It's gotten to that man. point. They're like, oh, man, well, we <laughs> this isn't going to end up well.
2: <laughs> the boogeyman. That's Uh-oh, that sounds like a graphic. Uh oh, <laughs> be careful, boogie. boogie. Man, it <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a graphic, but I'm just hey, warning man. you right now.
0: And D Mac, I'm so glad you put up that all 22 at the end of the game because you know, oh, yeah. States, they still crying about that pass interference and all that. Well, you saw that Darius Slay at the bottom of the screen was also holding the <laughs> pass interference himself.
1: So, I had to look it up I was like i know I, I never actually watched what else was happening on that play and so the fact that somebody mentioned that uh he they might have just had everybody just hold he was right Darius Lee had both his arms wrapped around MPS at the top of his route to make sure he couldn't get off so <laughs> I guess that was just their strategy and they hope for the best <laughs> it was it was blatant holding too
2: that one was too easy to call it was like i could have called i could have called three of them I let y'all slide on the last one. Didn't they slide on the last one? I mean, they uh, he kind of did the same thing earlier in that game. He He turned MVS
1: around on the crosser route, or yeah, it was Juju. He turned Juju around on the crossing route, and and, and the ball ended up missing. But you know, it is what it is. These things happen. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) 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 But yeah, um, no excuses come after the fact. The ring stays forever. That's a simple. That's a simple end of it.
2: It's period. It is what it is.
0: Exactly. All right. So let's go and move on from that. So Jay, man, we we got that crap out of the way. All right. We
2: still so- respect you, Jason Kelsey. Though you you still cool. The rest of your teammates, I
1: don't know. I think a lot of them are cool. It, it takes it certain competitors that you just you shake your hand, you say, "All right, you were better this day," and they gotta One move. One
2: more thing. One more thing, D and then Brandon Graham was at the coin toss. What y'all going to do? There's five of y'all. There's three of us. Man, <laughs> man. man. All
1: right. That was my favorite part. He was talking <laughs> much. Think- he, I had a tweet about it. He warmed up on the field, went out to the court. He was like, yeah, Mahomes, you ain't getting nothing over the middle. Kelsey, you ain't catching nothing today. Chris Jones, you ain't touching her. All that. Every, they're out the coin toss. And then he after was the talking, like,
2: bro, you know, okay. And Chris Jones said, Chris God bless you, God yeah. bless, you. May, may God God bless, bless you. you, may God bless you, may God bless <laughs> you. And it's funny, he said they were blessed because, <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> comes full circle. Dog. I'm sorry, I thought of that. Just like, <laughs> man, when he talking joint doing the coin toss, like, uh... anyway, next, <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so. The debut of the NFL All-Under-25 team was revealed today. Uh, all the guys that are 25 years old and under that are in the NFL. And three of our guys made the squad. So, two on the offensive line, Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith, they made the squad. And then Nick Bolton on the defensive end and linebacker made the squad. So, we had three Chiefs up in there. So, I want to go down to the whole offense before I get to the defense. So, for the offense, it was Trevor Lawrence, it was – I'm sorry, this computer was jacking up. Okay, Jonathan Taylor, Brees Hall, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Pat Fryer move, C.D. Lamb at the flex, and then you got Tristan Wurst, Andrew Thomas, our guy Trey Smith, Elijah Barrett Tucker, and our guy Green Humphrey to round out the office. So, I mean, uh, what did you think about the entire team in general? Any complaints?
1: No, not really. I thought they did a pretty um, good job. No, that's I thought... So yeah, Creed and Trey definitely deserve to be the, the center and guard combo. I, I think Nick Bolden is definitely the best young uh, middle linebacker as far as the game is concerned. So, no complaints over here. Yeah. What was the defense? All right, so
0: defensive was Aiden Hutchinson, Jalen Phillips, Jordan Davis, Christian Barmore, Micah Parsons, Nick Bolden, then Sauce Gardner, Patrick Sertan, the second, Talona Hufanga, Kyle Hamilton and then the flex guy, which is probably the slot corner, uh, Tariq Warner. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I was thinking Trent McDuffie might crack that list. That's a hard secondary to crack, though. He might not. He might not be twenty five by the time he cracked that list.
1: Who, who you, you, got, who
2: you say Sauce Sauce Tariq and then who else? Patrick thirteen Then PS two. Yeah, That's I, gonna I, be a
1: hard listed. To- I think man, he could. He could. He can be better than Woolen uh, next year. I truly do believe that when when he gets his regular allotment of snaps and he's healthy, I, I truly do believe that because he's that special of a player. Uh, so hey, I think he can be on the list next year.
2: Okay. Yeah. Anybody else you see making that list though? What about Cook? Y'all think Cook could be a runner-up next year? That's who I was just about to say. Um. <laughs>
0: You know, he, he could be. I mean, you look at Hufanga. Hufanga's tough. Uh Kyle Hamilton, he's pretty tough himself. Um, but you know, he got a chance, but we look at them two safeties, those two specific guys right there, uh, they, they games are just on a narrow level right now. But that's not me saying Brian Cook can't get to that level. It's just it might be
2: tough to crack. But
0: we'll see. You got some years to do it.
2: Who else? You you think George or Felix have an opportunity to crack that?
0: I think, I think George might be able to do something because, look, Jalen Phillips, yeah, he, he's been producing, like, 15 and a half sacks with his first two seasons. That's not bad at all. But I feel like George could be a little better than that. And, uh, and next year, you might be able to see him get double-digit
2: sacks or he'll get close to it. That's how uh, it. How many how many sacks did George end up with? Five?
1: Seven and a half. Seven, seven,
2: seven. seven and a
1: half. Seven, oh, seven, okay. Seven, okay. Yeah. I, hey. I, go ahead.
2: No, I was gonna say the thing about George is George wasn't just sacking the quarterback. George when George wasn't getting to the quarterback, he was leading the league in batted balls. He was active on the field, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if he get that and he start getting the sacks, yeah, he might be able to crack that list.
1: It's tough because uh, I just said
2: really- what about Leo? go ahead, D Mac, I'm sorry.
1: No, you good. Um, it's tough because I really think that Jalen Phillips is about to have an amazing year personally. <laughs> so it's it's difficult for me to predict that George is going to match that. Um, but I I think that George, as far as our team is concerned, I mean, look, he's he's been he was better than I thought he was going to be year one, and I only expect him to get better. The fact that we've discussed it before him working with Tom Bali and the such, I, I think that he's going to come back even better for his sophomore season. Um, and double digit sacks in his future is not out out of the realm of the possibility if those that hand fighting the technique continues yeah. to develop so uh, i'm very excited for george but that list may be a little bit difficult to crack for him and leo leo is not probably going to get the snaps even necessary to can be considered yeah yeah right. yeah and it's only, two it long, it's
0: only two linebackers dog i feel like parson and, and uh Bone going to be there for a minute till they
2: get past oh, 25 yeah it, if it. if leo make that list he had a hell of a year <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He or, had a year of all years. If or got
1: or somebody got hurt that shouldn't have got hurt. <laughs> <So it's- laughs>
2: no, not to say he's not playing bad. He's not playing bad. Leo, no, came not at all. Leo but to crack that list, yeah, he's going to have to have a hell of a year.
1: Leo actually played a very key role in the Super Bowl, the way that we were able to shut down the, the running back aspect of the Eagles run game. He, he's, he is going to be very good in his role. It's just not going to be an expansive role.
2: What about your boy, bud? What about old Sky? No, nah, I can't do that.
3: <laughs> no, I, can't. I can't do that. Now, you know, I'm driving the bandwagon. I can't do that,
1: though.
0: What? I can't do that. No. I was about to say, Jamar, Jamar Chase, they holding that down for a minute, too.
1: What about CD was on the other one, right? The, that was yeah. the yeah. third yeah, one.
0: Not, I think CD uh could be in some trouble. I mean, you got you got Chris Olave. There. I was
1: about to say Olave and Wilson. One of them is yeah. gonna take CD spot because also CD and I think Jamar. No, no, no. Justin, I think, is also gonna graduate out. So Justin and CD will be twenty five by the time they, they would do this next year. So I guess those two spots would be Olave and Wilson. Um, and even though mm-hmm. I love Sky, I love Sky. He's not gonna make that list over them too. <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: I can't see. So anybody on offense? What about um? Wanye Morris?
1: I hope Contempt not. I not not We got to see how
2: he looks. Um, yeah, we got to see. I mean, I'm just – I'm trying to think, I, think of who young
1: and who will be y'all able y'all think, to crack that
2: list. Do y'all think Isaiah think had nobody can make it at drafted. some point? That
0: good. Yeah, I think Isaiah Becheco can make it at some point.
1: If he's healthy, absolutely.
2: If he's healthy.
1: But I think is Jonathan uh, Taylor
2: going to be coming out that lit. Jonathan Taylor had a bad year last year.
1: Yeah, Taylor's going to be 25, but it and Bijan Robinson is sitting there, so that's going to be difficult. For him yeah, to yeah, out. yeah. Brees comes back, so it's not going to be easy to crack it. But if Pacheco's healthy and he can have double digit touchdowns, he could have 12, he could have a thousand uh, yards on the ground, another 200 in the, in the air, so it's not like it's out of the realm of possibility. possibility. Just about if he's healthy,
2: so
3: so I'm what other sure teams I have, have multiple play like players? like that, bro.
1: You say, I'm Pacheco? sorry.
0: Go ahead, book.
3: Hey, I'm not sure Andy Reid's gonna let Pacheco make that.
0: Well, I mean, I, well, shoot, I mean, Kareem Hunt won the Russian title his rookie years. I mean, hey. but yeah, but D-Mac, I already know how you are on Bijan Robinson.
1: Yeah, you know, I like Bijan a lot. He's gonna get a bunch of volume <laughs> in for Atlanta. He's gonna produce. So it is what it is. You know. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go ahead.
0: Speaking of running backs, let's go ahead and touch on that as our next subject. Okay, so like Country mentioned earlier in the show, um, in the group chat, we've been discussing, like, whether the Chiefs going to keep four at the running backs or we're going to keep an extra wide receiver or two on the after the routes by the time I cut that is. So uh, to me, I think I'm going lead. to lead towards four running backs, but I'm going I'm to I'm ask y'all this, man. Do y'all think they keep for active running backs on the after the roster when Cut Day has arrived, cause we have been hearing the hype about Daenerys Prince and how he, how he's gotten better and Clyde's coming back from injury. You know, people are still down on Clyde, even though Clyde was doing his job in the red zone. Uh, you know, given the circumstances before he got hurt. So do you guys do you guys see them keeping all four active running backs on Cut Day?
2: I,
1: <laughs> I expect him to, firstly I, I have them in my 53 roster Projection, I have Denary Prince securing A roster spot as of right now, I think It makes sense based on what Tope said about him Being kick returner, he is Isaiah Pacheco insurance, the way that he runs Very hard in between tackles, it makes a lot of sense For him to kind of be a backup in that role So, from that aspect, from him Being able to play special teams, I think it's certainly uh, Within, a, you know, I, I Think that's what's going to end up happening, especially Now that you don't have a full back on the roster be, having four running backs makes a lot of sense.
2: It's gonna come. Well, you know, speaking of the rumor mill, you know, D Hop is uh, resurfaced again. You know, so um, I, I, it depends on okay. the.
1: <laughs> because like, I like what with that I like how that sounds. <laughs>
2: now we What's more important, wide receiver seven or running back four? Like. The the way they told, said that Daenery
0: Prince reminded him of Nile Davis and how he runs, I'm like, okay, he's going to be our kick returner because that's what Nile Davis did when he first got here. Mm
2: -hmm. Can can we stop with the (laughs) – Can we
3: stop, please? Y'all still trying
2: to trade – Man,
3: stop it, man. I still think it's possible.
2: Trade him for what? Y'all, what is he worth?
3: A conditional pick, it's not like they're trying to get something
2: from them, they're just trying to get rid of them. you, but you had plenty of time to get rid of them. I've I, I mean, seen knocked, this nobody knocking on your door for Clyde, bro. Like, yeah, but I've seen this team keep Ronald Jones for 17 weeks for no reason at all, and you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't. No, but
3: it, but
0: maybe that uncertainty his salary is not no. What do you no? It's, it's not even that high, is it? It's not even that high. Like look, man. Clyde's gonna be on the team in some type of capacity, dog. Like, y'all just gotta to deal with it, man. Right. Yeah, sure. because cause, cause I think it's mentioned it was mentioned in the chat too. Like, I feel like they're gonna save up McKinnon more so in the second half of the or the back end of this of the season, like they did last year.
2: And pressed. don't forget, don't forget that Pacheco's hurt right now.
0: Yep, that's too. He just had shoulder. So he's
2: hurt. in recovery. McKinnon, we love McKinnon, but he was injury prone. He's still a smaller guy. He's 31 now. You know what I'm saying? Let's not get carried away with McKinnon. I think. Clyde is your vet. He's your vet option. He's your Le'Veon Bell. He's your um who else, Steady McCoy. He's that type of option right now. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean look, it, it, he's he was fine earlier on in the season last year. There's there's no reason Man, cut not.
2: all of them and bring Kareem Hunt.
3: <laughs> don't please don't do that. Oh
2: my
3: God! we are do that again. Come on,
2: man! No, no. 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 please, please. Let's We're back to it. Go. Everything. No, comes I'm just no, I'm joking. I'm joking. But no, yeah, but cutting cutting Clyde is good. not. I don't think that helps you. I
1: agree. You're saving five hundred thousand. Do you think the, with the
0: receivers would make you keep more running backs? There's plenty of competition at wide receiver. Like, there's plenty of guys. they just young and names that you don't really hear about. But you you just saw last year, like, we had a bunch of those guys on the active roster. And they played a big role in certain situations in certain games throughout the season and in the playoffs. So, it's been proven that Patrick Mahomes can make anybody better. I think that's been proven. So, I'm not really too concerned about wide receiver. Like, if D.I. come here, cool. If he don't, cool. We still going to be fine.
2: He gonna say poll question. Kareem or Clyde. "Man, Clyde is too hated in this what city. What kind of, to win what those, kind of
0: questions don't do that, bro?
3: Uh, of tell of nah, that ain't even fair I mean, to Clyde. Look, it's not that Clyde hated. I think I don't think he want to be here either, though. Like he don't want to be here.
2: Why do you say that? I
3: don't know. His actions have. Does he seem like somebody that's happy to be a chief? Just to be.
2: And yo, he opinion? seem. He seems to me. This is my personal opinion." He seems to me like he wish he could have contributed more last year. The injury prevented him from contributing, and he feel like I didn't earn that parade. I didn't earn. I didn't earn that. I I, don't, I respect that. I don't know why everybody look at that like it's a bad thing. Like.
0: And look, Clive was at the ring
2: ceremony. Wait a minute. Wait oh, a minute. Time
0: out. Clive was at the ring ceremony, dog. He did pull up at the ring ceremony, man. So I'm not going to say he mentally checked
1: out. He was also a right. voluntary OTAs as well. Uh,
0: Every
2: I, day, on time. He was I, the first I, one in the building. What do you mean he's mentally checked out? Juice, yeah. chill. I, I agree. <laughs> with you. He's mentally checked out. He's been in OTAs more than Andy Reid.
1: I agree with country. I, I think he, he feels like he could have contributed more, and I think that's unfortunately going to be a lot of the story in City about his hurt, his injuries. And so, I, I understand it. Um, and it's unfortunate, but it is what it is, to, For airhead chief podcast, though, that Pacheco, you know, if he does end up on the pup list, I think that that's a situation not. To keeping Clyde on the team because I, I feel like he's going to make it regardless. But that situation I think would make them bring in another running back for sure. I think that that's when they would go and look at him in these running backs if they feel like Pacheco isn't progressing as fast as they want to. that's Lower <laughs>
0: look,
1: look, Zeke, take one...
0: Zeke over Clyde. Hey, listen, Zeke's one of the best. Zeke is the, the best pass protecting running back in the league still to me. Uh, but look, I don't think there's I don't know if there's any room for him. He
2: got to be cheap. He got to be cheap. He's still out there.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, that's I the thing. A he's, he's a little redundant with now you have CH and Jet on the on the, in the squad. But, you know, you could, it, it's running backs. So it's a dime a dozen. If you need a body, you can go out and get a body. So it, you talk about him, Dalvin Cook, obviously, we think he's probably going to get a little bit more money. Um, and, and a few other guys that are still, you know, Linda Fournette is still circulating out there. Who knows? But, yeah.
2: Uh, so, so what, 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 what did y'all see about Prince that, that? Oh my God, the neck, Prince. What have you seen it or have you just heard it? Because I ain't seen it.
0: Well, I mean, of course, I got to see it on the field a little more. But you know, I mean, we've seen him in in his little workouts with Derek Blaylock. Shout out to Derek Blaylock. We've seen yep. him work out. He he looks good. He looks impressive. You know, we just we got to see it on the field. And yeah,
2: can I'm, we at I'm, least I'm like we to. don't even wait anymore. We don't even wait no more. Like we just see a couple promo videos and then we just be like ready to crown people. Like Justin no, Ross just is the, the next system. Jerry Rice right now. But I don't or think the next necessarily like that,
3: though. We saying he gonna be on special teams.
2: No, but no, nah, but some people are some people are going in. Now you being realistic. And, and we're in the same boat. Okay, I want to see them on special teams because Pacheco and Sky Moore cannot do special teams. We, we, we all agree there. We ain't got to do no public service announcement. They don't need to be on special teams. So anybody that look good at kick returner is fine with me or punt returner is fine with me to keep Sky and Pacheco off kick returns, right? So I'm there, but they're talking about He's going to be the running back, and he's going to be the second guy up. And it's like, where have you seen – we haven't seen none of that. Can we at least get through a preseason game?
3: I ain't heard nobody talking like that, man.
1: I've I've heard a few people, you know, being really excited about him. But, yeah, I mean, he seems like he has an, uh, an athletic profile that makes sense for what they're looking for as a backup to Pacheco. A guy like you said has kick returning experience. A guy that Tobe obviously very much likes on kick return as well. So it seems to be like it makes sense for him to make this roster. But like you said, I'm, I'm I haven't I'm not going head over heels until I see those those uh, until I see the the pads come on and we see what he's able to do in live game action. But
2: let let a veteran get cut and we'll see. Because if 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 the right veteran get cut, I believe. Nobody's that safe on this roster. You know what I'm saying? Like at running back, that goes that includes Clyde. If the right veteran gets cut, then Clyde might be out he might be smoking too. You Man, know what Prince, I'm saying? We can roll that pack up finally for Bug. We can roll that pack up for Clyde. Prince <laughs> Prince needs to earn out.
0: Yep. So uh so a little side question. Okay, so as far as the wide receiver room. Um, I feel like we don't we I feel like we don't need seven wide receivers. Seven receivers, I mean that's 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 overdoing it. I feel like if you have six, I mean that's one of them, one of them's gonna be the punt returner, right? Like that's why you brought in Richie James. Uh um, I think Richie like James
2: that. got that six spot. I think the wide receivers are locked up. And yes. especially if that rumor, if that rumor started coming true, it's really locked what up. Room? What rumor you know that you know that you know that rumor. A D D hot rumor, That oh, hot oh, situation. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's <do that> <laughs> hey, Boogie, perking up every time we
3: talk D hop yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I want to see it, bro. Because, because, oh, Boogie, man. Boogie is a seed to believe it. I think this will be the first time in Chiefs history Boogie gonna be like, "Oh, we winning the Super Bowl," and he ain't even got to see it. I think, I think <laughs> yeah, D hop is doing the. I'm
3: definitely
2: going there. I I, I,
3: I'm it. probably going there without D. Hop, but I'm, I'm definitely going there if D. Hop. Oh,
2: but. okay. I like that energy. I like that energy. But if that rumor comes true, which is Chris Jones gets suspended, which we all believe will happen, we Town down for
0: training camp, or whether it's at the beginning of
2: training? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'll get there. Two to four weeks. There's something, something about deadlines that that make. It's not an official deadline, but I think training camp is the deadline. You know what I'm saying? So that should get done. When that gets done, you have a little extra money. You have an extra cap room. Maybe you knock the Sneed Domino down, but I think the rumor is that D Hop is in play after Chris Jones get that extension. So that's two wins. Like like if we on the boogie train, that's two W's, two big W's right there back to back hmm So I, I believe it can happen because he ain't signed nowhere. And then if you look at the quality of opponent of the opposition that want to sign him when New England is the best option, that's bad. Yeah, because like
0: uh early in the week, I mean I saw the rumor with them in regards to ha- them getting D Hop and Dallas Cook in New England. So that's the latest one I saw, but
2: then till this rumor brought up was brought up today now now, up. now wait a minute Chuck because Dalvin Cook said I want to go where D-hop go so in that situation bye Clyde it was nice knowing you thank you for coming <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry bro
1: I don't I, I, don't, I would get
2: Clyde I would I would help Clyde Pack if Dalvin think. Cook was coming
1: I don't think that ain't gonna though, yeah. I don't think Cook would accept being in a, in a committee or whatever. You want somewhere they can get real carries, and so I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would accept that. Uh, but you know, I don't think I mean, DeAndre Cook Hopkins is coming man. here, and so it is what it is.
2: <laughs> uh, I, 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 Dalvin, I, Cook would, Dalvin Cook would be the man, bro, like if he came, I
1: don't know, bro. I, I'm. I'm not the. <laughs> you don't
2: would, You don't think he would pass up Pacheco.
1: Look. Look.
0: On the surface. I like Pacheco now. Look. On the surface, yes. Dalvin is still good, but the injury history, man. That's the one thing with him.
1: It's. It's a little bit about that for me. He's. He's lost a step in. In terms of his explosiveness, I think that he's still a good pass catching running back, and so from getting rid of Ceh from that standpoint, it would make sense. You know, he kind yeah, of. <laughs> I. I. I I think that Dalvin Cook could come in here and be a part of a committee, but I, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, he's going to be a great back gear. No, not personally. But that's just, I'm, again, I'm not the biggest Dalvin Cook guy. So.
0: Yeah, because I'm Dalvin when he's healthy. I mean, he's good. It's just that.
2: In this offense? Man, Dalvin Cook would be the man in this offense. Am I tripping? That's because you're a Florida State guy. That's why you say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just don't admit it. Don't yeah. admit it. You caught me. Played at Florida State. Don't me. admit it. <laughs> no. No. no, yeah, I no. could I could Clyde with the with precision if Dalvin Cook came through the door.
0: So oh, that's Kevin McKinnon almost of that. Go would ahead, book.
3: Clyde for D Hop.
0: What kind of question is that? Absolutely. <laughs> what Clyde for D Hop?
2: I mean, come on, man. Let's not Come fast. on, come on. Right. Are, come you on saying,
1: man, are you saying, are no. you saying, like to to get hop on the team, you would have to cut Clyde and then like sign Cook, or are you just saying just cut Clyde because you need the roster spot?
0: Both, well, either one.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, I do either one. I I just want, I just didn't know which one you were talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just before we go on to the final for the for the, for the final topic of the night, so the wide receiver right now, uh do we agree that is. Tony, MVS, Scott Moore, Justin Watson, and then the fifth spot. Uh, it's, it's Richie James. Different. Richie James, since he signed, he got the contract. And then for the sixth spot, is open, right, between Justin Ross,
2: John Ross, and
1: – No, that was six. You named six.
2: Yeah. Wait a minute. Start over. Hold on. Tony, MVS, Sky, Rice, Watson –
0: yeah,
1: you uh, know Rice. Yeah, I forgot about him. And Richie James. Richie James. And hey, Richie James. I I think there's six wide right receivers. Those six, I think, are locked into this roster. To be honest with you guys, I think those guys are locked in. Unless, how, unless uh, some how locked Richie in is, is Watson. I, I think they get. I know locked. people. The two year deal is kind of a, a iffy two year deal, but he was giving he was getting legitimate snaps last year for this team. They trust him on special teams. Yeah. They like his role here. I think he's he was brought back for a specific purpose.
2: See, see y'all cutting Clyde for people that don't even play running back. Like that not even make no sense. Because Clive.
0: Uh, <laughs> but, but but D Mac, but D Mac, man, um, yeah, dog, like I lost my train of thought for a sec.
2: Yeah, who I, else? I, like, unless how good would Justin Ross preseason and training camp have to be to he, he would, get past Watson?
1: He would have to go off because you, you're saying that you now, and obviously this is putting aside the possibility of seven wide receivers on the roster, which I think they could finagle, but that's not something that Reed's ever done. But you would have to be so outstanding in preseason to show that you can make a real impact at wide receiver and not just have like 200 yards. You would have to be like a 500 plus yard player that Justin Ross would have to show. And then you could say, okay, well, he's worth losing the special teams value of Watson and what he can bring to the table.
0: Yeah, I'm about to say, I
1: agree with you on the uh, special teams role because I've,
0: I've been saying it for a minute as to why the Chiefs brought back Justin Watson. Like, he still has special teams value because I remember we played with the Buccaneers and he was mainly on special teams
2: and he played a, a key role in their special
0: teams. So
2: he solidified our punt returns last year when he was just fair catching it. Shit, we needed it. We needed it at the time. All we
1: needed was somebody to catch the ball. Just just
2: please catch the ball. I'll tell you what. This is how Justin Ralston could make the run. Justin Ross. He got to be second string. I would get as close to Blaine Gabbert as I could. So I could be his number one target in preseason. Mm -hmm. Because I think Shane Buscele, actually Shane, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, Shane too. helped Justin Watson get on the roster because when they were playing together, that's the only person he threw to. Yeah. So I would get as close as I can to Gabbard and Shane and hey man, just give me the ball. Just let me let me do my thing. Please, let me show out because he would have to show out to make this roster. Big time. To beat Watson, Watson out. Wh- Whitson. To beat uh, Justin Watson, Watson out. Can't say his name, but yeah, he would that
0: have boy, to show up like that boy good yeah. Strong agree on that. All right, so the final subject of the night. Uh Boogie looked like Boogie had a disagreement with this one when we was in the chat this morning. So uh what happened? Uh, PFL. shout out to them, even though I really don't like their website. But shout out to them. Um, they named the top 10 defensive play calls in the NFL per uh at Tampa Bay trade. So that's Trevor um Sim- I I don't know how you pronounce his last name, but yeah, shout out to Trevor, Ed, shout out to him. Okay, so uh, number one, they put Bill Belichick, but they put his uh, son there too. So they put the Bill slash Steve Belichick. It was like, come on, man, like just go ahead and say Bill or Steve. Just just pick. Just
2: say Bill. Belichick. Yeah, don't just say Steve. Just say, <laughs> yeah,
0: just say a Belichick, man. All right, number two, Lou Amaro. Number three is Vic Fangio. Number four is Dan Quinn, and at number five, our guy Steve Spagnolo. Number six for the Giants, Don Martindale. Number seven is Raheem Morris from the Rams. Number eight is Brian Flores from the Steelers. Number nine is Jero Everett from the Panthers. And the round of the top ten is Steve Wooks from the Niners. So, Boog, I'm going to direct this to you, man, because you kind of had to disagree with this. So, um, I mean, which one of these guys you think is over Spags? Where do you think Spags should be at on this list?
3: I, I I don't think uh, Spags is top five. I definitely would have had Flores over him. Um,
0: that y'all y'all think he's top five? I mean, just based on his, his on what he's done throughout his tenure, whether it's with the Chiefs or whether it's with the Giants, like you won four Super Bowls <laughs> between those two teams and like yes regular season okay like he ain't had a top 10 defense overall here yet but like he's gone he's gotten like top 15 yeah he's had some top 15s but like in the playoffs man like that's when he really does his best work
1: he's top two when it matters in my personal opinion like there's no other <laughs> play caller that i'm taking over him other than bill belichick when it matters and that to me is what ultimately is, is the only thing that i really can judge this off of and i've had my criticisms of expect Magnolo in the past for sure <laughs> I, <laughs> I yo, whoever made that initial comment, dog, awful person, just a terrible human being. But I love him, so, awful human being. <laughs> um, no, what's up, Noli? Spagnolo, Spagnolo. He, when he comes down to the playoffs, he understands how to attack. Offenses in, in, a, in a very specific manner. Whatever their weaknesses, he understands how to go after them, and that's why I think he's a very good defensive play caller. And that's why only Bill Belichick, to me, would be ahead of him. And, and it's shown, like Chuck said, when you have four Super Bowls, it's not a question about it. That that's it shows in the ring.
2: Can I rank him ten during the regular season and then five during the playoffs? He might be even better than five in the playoffs because, as I, I said, he's
1: playoffs, two. He's two. Yeah, in yeah, okay,
2: let's be. Yeah. In He top 10 during the regular season and two in the playoffs.
1: (laughs) And it it also, to this conversation, like the Chiefs, and obviously we had the Frank Clark trade. We had the time with Matthews on it. The Chiefs haven't given a lot of investment on the defensive side of the ball from that 2019 kind of 2020 team aspect. And so the fact that now you're seeing that defensive talent, especially those high picks now are going into that side of the ball and now you're seeing that, obviously, you've added Felix, you've added George. You signed Charles, I'm in here. We know Chris Jones is in the middle. You've you've got four linebackers you can trust. You've got multiple safeties that you feel good about moving in and out. You've got multiple corners you feel good about throwing out there. I think you're going to see a, a defense this year that's going to be good in the regular season and then take it to a whole nother level in the, in the playoffs, whereas in seasons past, because he was trying to teach younger guys or he didn't necessarily have the talent, he was just trying to mix and match and get the job done. But – I, when it comes down to the playoffs, there's very few people I want to Expect no call on my defense because he clearly knows how to game plan for one game, and that's all it comes down to.
0: Mm-hmm. And I want to go back to the uh comment that Kevin made look, look, we act the Chiefs defense actually made a few stops in that Super Bowl, but we had penalties that kept the, the Eagles drives alive. I feel like it was three penalties, I believe. We had stopped them on third down, but we got a penalty and it kept their drive alive. Like, it would be like third and short or it'll be an automatic first down. And you know on third and short, they went to that quarterback sneak. So,
1: Also, the the Eagles are an amazing team. Like They have an elite offensive line. They have two excellent wide receivers. They have a, a top five tight end. They have a quarterback that is one of the best in the game and gives them a run advantage in, with his legs. Oh, d Max,
2: it was the grass. It was the grass,
1: d Max. <laughs> it was <laughs> there's only so many things you could take away from a team he took away the running back run game which was important and they got the stops that mattered to me at there's only so much you can do from a defense aspect in the modern nfl and especially against that great of a team so for me i thought spags did a solid job especially in mixing up coverages um for as young as that team was as well and that matters
3: so do y'all think spags is a head coach after this season
1: nah, no no that's true. so I think wow. the league is kind of pretty much agreed that he's better as a defensive coordinator, and for us, that is excellent news. That means he's not going anywhere.
2: Yeah, sticking sticking stick your leg, Spags. He's not.
0: Yeah, because he can go we, to college.
2: We, he can't go to he can't go to NFL.
0: Because I know D might remember his stint with the Rams. Rams, It didn't go it. Didn't go well at all.
1: Not so. at all. It's not pretty. The and look, what, it, you,
2: it, what you said. This is this is the some, most they invested in the defense in the offseason, so, mm-hmm. and with the draft, too. So, the last two drafts and free agency-wise, they invested a lot in the defense. So, we all are expecting a bump in Steve Spagnola this year, Paul. Um, he should be top 10, at least, scoring. He's always, what, top 10 in points, but scoring yardage-wise, he should be top 10. Like, we should be a top 10 complete defense across the board.
3: Yeah. Is that crazy? Is man? Tough, man. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it's crazy, but that that's. I, I'm not gonna be mad if they uh, top 15. Top 10 is gonna be tough.
1: Yeah, and it, it's also part of it is the way that we play is and that also matters. And the teams feel the need to just score as much as humanly possible against us because obviously that's the only way to win the game. So that also can sometimes skew those stats. The way. I think this team can be top 10. I do believe this defense has that possibility because of, of the three levels that they've had talent at. Where they really need to be better at, they did not take the ball away during the regular season well. And that, that needs, right. and the, they did it well in the playoffs. They did do it well in the playoffs. And so that part needs to carry over into this regular season. And that should put them into the top 10 for sure.
2: Tranquil. We need them picks, man. Dude, dude, okay, so here's a question. Sorry, question. During the regular season, do you believe that, okay, offense ain't got it today, defense going to have to do it? Do you believe in them in the regular season?
0: Okay, Here's my thing with the strategy of Spags. I think I figured this out now because the, the one criticism of Spags uh, so far during his tenure here, whatever, is that the defense normally starts out slow in the first half of the, of the season. Uh, but on the back of the schedule, that's when they get better. But I just I feel like it's kind of a strategy because I feel like at the beginning of the year, Spags don't want to put out too much on the film. And then he saves like his best stuff for later on the year, the games that are like, or the, the big games that are like tougher or like the back end of the schedule just to get into that form, get into that rhythm before heading to the playoffs. So he does the same thing, Andy Reid
1: does. It's, it's, it's all about making yeah. sure that you're ready and peaking at the right time. And so I, I expect that to carry over. But I still think this team has enough talent to where. <laughs> You don't necessarily need to show a lot to to still be able to be a top 15, top 10 defense at the end of the season.
2: Hey, but this is what I want to do. I want to see, and this is why I would resign Snead too. I want to see that last two, three weeks of the season where Snead was allowed to follow and move and and Jefferson Reed was allowed to be more comfortable in the defense. I want to see that defense starting in week one. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to wait till week 15 to pull it out against lesser teams and try strategies and all that stuff. I want to see that defense come out week 1 ready, you know what I'm saying? And then then you add your guys in, then you work Felix in and then you you know do what you got to do. So or or put Charles all over the line and move him and switch him and Chris is outside these times, you know what I'm saying? So uh I'm curious, man. I'm curious to see what he do, like, because this is the most we ever given him to work with. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, for real, for real. Because mm-hmm. usually it's like spags, hey, baby, do what you can do. I'm going to give you 30 points. Can you stop him from, you know what I'm saying? All you got to do is stop him from getting 30. See, that's all you got to do. You know just what hold, saying? I'm saying? And that's all I'm going to help that. you
1: with. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, It'd be nice to have a, a a blowout every once in a while. I know Pat said he liked to keep it close, but it'd be nice to shut a team down. It'd be nice to shut Indianapolis down because they shouldn't be on the field with you anyway, or Houston, or or Denver. You know what I'm saying? Where we, you know, we make them look like they have a chance and they shouldn't. Kevin, that's exactly what I was trying to say. Kevin, thank you. Uh, that's gonna be tough. Week one, it, it's that's tough. tough. It, it, not saying that's easy either, because you know they offenses are paid all around the league, you know. But and they got a really. good It one. would be nice to have some double digit scores, <laughs> right? Because
0: last time we went up against Jared Goff you know he was the Rams, and both teams scored fifty points. I hope we don't have to deal with that again. Like, let's not do the 50-50 game again. It was exciting. It was fun, but yeah, let's not do that again.
2: But. Man, we actually played defense in that game. We had picks. We had oh yeah, folks, Yeah, We think, had yeah, defensive yeah. scores. <laughs> that, that
1: was the that's the funny thing about that that the game is like everybody's like, oh, it was an offensive explosion, but it was also you know, randomly defense was also played during that game. Right,
2: so,
0: you got everything in that game, literally. That's really everything in that game,
1: bro.
2: That is the best game I've ever seen in my life, bro. I, I know we so? lost the game, and people just oh. for that, but that is the Maybe. best game, bro. Oh, definitely, yeah,
1: definitely the best regular season game I've ever seen.
2: Man, because Patrick, Patrick said, I am not dying today. We were down by 10 multiple, at least three times in that game. Mm-hmm. Double digits.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: If it wasn't for Orlando Skandrick, you bum. Go right, how could the interception go through? If you got your hands like this, how could the ball fit through that?
1: We got to ask Daryl Williams that Um, the other thing about it was (laughs) it it was also kind of cool that it was in the Coliseum. I don't know why. Like it just kind of gave it a little bit of different atmosphere. Like I I don't think the game would have been as fun if it was so fine. But that that was a nice little backdrop to the game.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on that aspect, too. So but yeah, man, let's go ahead and wrap this up, man. Let's go and wrap it up, fellas. Let's get to the sponsor. and Get up out of here. All right, shout out to the good people at homage today. They special is free shipping on orders in the U.S. at $75 or more. So they got a few things out right now. Uh, got the NFL logo collection uh, back out there. So, uh, training camp's about two weeks away or so. So, you know, you want to copy some new gear before then, maybe wear it up to training camp. Uh, there's that, and you got your MLB logo collection going on still. You got the old old school looks of 70s and the 80s collection. Uh, got that going on, and then also uh, got the pop culture Tea collection going on as well. And then and then homage got their regular go to collection going on as well, to where like you just shop from there, pick something out. It's like a plain T shirt, like some shorts, whatever you just want to throw on. Whether you want to wear those pajamas or you want to go work out or just whatever, just something just like lounging. So go ahead, copy some gear and pay homage.
2: Yes, sir. Hashtag payout, homage
0: <laughs> All right. So, with that being said, fellas, is there anything else y'all want to tap into before we get up out of here?
2: So, so the rumor is if the Rams don't come out blazing, they're going to be willing to trade Aaron Donald. Word? Y'all believe that?
1: You heard that rumor today? It would make sense. It would make sense. But uh, we'll see. <laughs>
0: I mean, well, it, it kind of depends. Cause like, didn't Aaron Donald say he will he uh we only had like a certain amount of years left?
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he's not gonna play that much longer and if he doesn't want to. At least it doesn't sound like he wants to. So, right, <laughs> boogie. What <laughs> you? Okay?
3: They, they crazy if they trade Aaron Donald, man. It, but it, <laughs> maybe they would do him right. They wouldn't just trade him to any team. But damn. No, we can't get him until we pay Chris Jones, if, if that's what you're saying,
1: though, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's not. He's, we're not trading for Aaron Donald. I can guarantee you that. Not no, <laughs> not that, Ball, that would be that very scary. Pay 95 first. Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Who, uh, who's going to be that one surprise that we see on the roster? You know, every time it's cut day, it's always Marcus Kemp. That pops up and you were like, why do we keep Marcus Kemp? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's gonna be that guy? Who's gonna be that that head scratcher?
1: Does Clyde count? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all picking on Clyde. I mean, everybody wants to I'm get excited. rid of him so
1: badly. I guess it's him. <laughs> so somehow as far as like the
0: as far as like the guy they get rid of or the guy they cut.
1: But, no, I think it's it's
2: always no. Every time, every time we do it, it's always that one guy, and, and you're like, "Why is he on the roster?"
0: Oh, that, oh, that type of
2: guy. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a great
1: question. Justin <laughs> Watson. <laughs>
2: Dang, we on Ross the- Hook, man. Because it's usually like Marcus Camp. yeah. Uh, Shout out to Garrett Dieter. So, is nearly one of those guys? And I, I,
1: just... I think the fact that this is a very difficult answer or question to answer is a testament to how deep this roster is. Like, there are very few spots up for grabs on this roster because it's a championship level roster. It has a lot of young talent on this roster, it has a lot of veteran talent on this roster that are set and shown that they can play certain roles. And so I think that's why it's a very difficult uh, question to answer because it's not live. There's no Marcus Kemp on here that's just here specifically for special teams that doesn't necessarily show that he can do anything on offense, even though that Mahomes will make him work in the AFC Championship game if he needs to. But we've seen we've seen Justin Watson be effective on offense. We've seen Richie James be effective on offense. We've seen these guys be effective in roles outside of just special teams, so it's difficult.
2: Who's the Fresno State guy? I don't talk- know, Juice. Juice, we- you got to Google
1: that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I- if he's, if I remember correctly, it might be Isaiah Moore, but I have to double check to make sure that's who, who I am uh, thinking it is. No, that's. that's so, oh,
2: so are we doing bold predictions, Chuck? Are we going to do that before training camp or during training camp or before the season?
0: Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that at some point before the season.
2: Okay. Because I was right. about to say, get, get my bold prediction is Richie James is going to be way more utilized wide receiver wise than special teams.
1: That's your boy. That's my
2: cousin. That's my yes, cousin.
1: James, uh, gang.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I know who it is. It's uh, Nico Reggio. Remigio.
1: Yes. Yeah. He could He could surprise Nico Remigio, wide receiver uh, from Fresno State. He's a really That's good you. returner. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> he's,
1: <laughs> he's a really good returner, and he can play wide receiver. So there's a chance. If he, if he shows up, he could find his way onto the roster. But again, that kind of comes down to the wide receiver conversation, which is very difficult to crack.
2: It's yeah. True. We'll talk about it. Yo! Go to Kingdom Cash. Go to our main page. Go to the Twitter page. Vote on the polls. Vote on the throws. Mahomes throws from 2023. Please, go vote. We need more votes. It's not, it's not looking right. So, this is just the first – these are just the qualifying rounds. This is not even the top – it's not even the top 15 throws. It's just the ones like the final four. It's like the play-in yeah, tournament,
1: We got to right? get the, the 12 through 16 seeds in here because uh, I was going through them and I was like, yo, there's way too many great throws. So we'll, we'll have the, some of these throws that you guys may be like, oh, why is this throw here? It'll be there. You- don't worry about it.
2: Chuck, are you typing? Because we can hear that.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> the Denver game. No, nah, I think I think that... Uh, damn, D-Mac, what's that throw I was talking about?
1: The Jody The Jody, Jody
2: Forst throw. I think that Jody Forst throw might win the whole thing. Okay, are you typing or something, bro? What is that?
1: Yeah, something in your microphone is messing up, Chuck. Uh, Chuck, mute, mute. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. When the
2: devil was that that boy, that boy got insidious. <laughs> insidious the podcast.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, funny.
2: Yo. Mm. So, you know, go go to the to the main yeah. page, Kingdom Cash, uh, vote on the uh vote on the tournament. Uh, let us know. You know, we might even add some throws or something like that. Let us know. What you thinking? We're not done, so it's not all the throws. These are just the qualifying rounds. So yes. get them votes up, man. We need at least 100 pro poll You know, you still got a whole day left. So yeah. uh, DMAC put a lot of work in that, man, and we're supporting them 1,000%. So uh, shout-out to the team. Shout-out to Kylie. Get well soon. Yes. Uh, Boogie, I don't know where you've been. All right, hold on. Start, bench, cut. Bucker, Bo... Man, what kind of question? <laughs> It's not
1: fair. Kicker, they at got to be in the same position,
2: Parker. bro. Like. <laughs> so random. Look, I'm starting all those people.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so I'm starting all of them. That's a very good point. Starting all of them. <laughs> <laughs> we got we to gotta wrap this up because I know Chuck going through it over there and not be able to talk, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: we got to get it. So, uh, km Cash, man, thanks for your support. Thanks for the love. Uh, keep like, like, share, subscribe. Go vote on the Twitter poll. Follow us on Instagram, all the social media sites. We're on Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. We coming to threads soon.
1: Yes, sir. Um,
2: are we spilling? I don't are know. Are we going to put
1: saying. it on Spill? We'll <laughs> see about the spilling. We'll definitely be coming to threads, though.
2: Kylie, Kylie did not have uh, too much vodka. Shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> S- Thank you. Well wishes, to
2: Kylie. <laughs> yeah, well wishes, man. All right, man. Y'all be out. Kingdom Cash. Chuck, take us out, brother.
1: He's out. <laughs>